Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, a.k.a. your favorite Star Wars character, Snap Wexley, and you are right where you need to be listening to yet another amazing episode of the Black Squadron podcast. Hey, welcome back. Black Squadron Podcast, episode 38. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, you know, dun, dun. Star Wars. <laughs> hey, it's Star Wars talk. So before we get into everything, just so we don't confuse anybody, Miss Mari is a touch injured, as we all are apparently. Um, so tonight <laughs> she is audio only, but enjoy her beautiful Sith cosplay whilst we talk. Mm. So very happy to have Mari enslaved back this week. Hey guys, you know, so that just got me thinking because you said, "Hey, we're doing Star Wars." So, how amazing is it that like we can talk every week about this universe that's kind of a limited universe, but it's totally <laughs> unlimited. Yeah, <laughs> there is that much to talk about. It's awesome. It, if you think, if you really sit down and think about it, that probably drive you insane, right? Because, like you said, there, it's there's a limited amount of content, but unlimited amount of talk about it. I mean, so much less than like Marvel. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, it just what a, is. What a world we live in, you know. <laughs> what a time. Um. So yeah, you guys want to talk about stuff, things? I guess. So we are like professional now we have i'm gonna play sabak while you guys are talking Ooh. okay i'm back oh mari's back there she is <laughs> mari. mari mari have you named your sith cosplay uh no or is it <laughs> i ram just your name backwards <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that would be really just not a good one Darth Iram, sponsored by Apple. Iram. <laughs> Special shout out to Danny. Hi, Danny. Welcome to the pod and the YouTube and the everything. Hi, Danny. Danny, Danny where's your um, uh, pic profile picture from of Ray? Canada. Once you answer that, probably. <laughs> yeah. When I worked for the Columbus Blue Jackets, I exclusively drank um, Labatt. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, so that that's how you started getting hair on your chest. <laughs> that's why my mullet's so long. Black <laughs> um, so we're going to start the show out this week a little different. Well, something we haven't done forever, um, which is with cargo hold cargo holds back. Um, so for people who may be new to the show, cargo hold is the new star Wars stuff that we've purchased in the last, uh, well, usually it would have been a week, but it's been months since we've done a cargo hold section. So, um, Oh, Jesus. Uh, does anybody want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Because I'm happy to do it. I was going to say, who's got the coolest stuff to go first? I think the BP should go first. Yeah. Okay. I can go first. I have a lot, so I apologize. Um, 
I went to a Ollie's randomly because in DC stores like that aren't readily available, but I was at the Baltimore airport and there's an Ollie's there. So, um, I got some stuff. This is actually for Mari. I'm going to give this to her soon. It, I don't even know what these are called, but they're little, um, tiny little star Wars characters that you can pull back and they fight each other. They ram each other and they and got battle battle chasers battle. It's called, they're called race and crash. So they're just supposed to beat each other up and look Star Warsy. So this mall's for Mari, Darth Mari. This mall's for Mari. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got. Um, I saw. I usually don't buy the kitschy Star Wars stuff. We had this conversation last week. I like stuff very traditional in terms of my Star Wars collectibles, but I saw these and had to have them. Or let me just say, I had to get it for Slade. I found a Wicked Hot Wheel. Uh, the, hot, the, car, the car itself is really cool, but the packaging. Like, look at that Wicket. That's like the I would get that Wicket as a tattoo. Like, it looks really good, and there's some really cool other cars in this line, like Maul, Vader, Chewbacca. I know a guy. Look at the look at the Grievous. It's got six wheels. <laughs> um, and then there's a tiny little Yoda. Um, that's not even the the all of them. I got the Jar Jar for myself. Again, <laughs> really really cool uh, artwork. But look how many cars there are in this set. Like there are so many. For everyone joining us on the audio version of this podcast only, since it is a podcast, make sure you do check out the Black Squadron Studios or Black Squadron Podcast on YouTube, where you can see the video and see all these awesome toys that BP is presenting. Also, hello, Mr. Rez. I have, I have that Leia Hot Wheel one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I got this three-pack from uh, Cam. Ooh, some of you, some of you may remember Cam when he was a member of the Black Squadron podcast. <laughs> uh, this is also from Cam. He got me the, the Phasma, 12-inch Phasma, 10-inch Phasma. I don't even know. And he also got me the Stormtrooper, so maybe another uh, Captain Cardinal in the in the play here. Who knows? Nice. Uh, and then <laughs> Giant Jack's Big Fig C-3PO. You may not recognize him because of the red arm. <laughs> giant, uh, giant red arm. Well done. I'm actually going to completely change this. This is going to be triple zero. Yes. Oh, that's a nice one. Uh, I'm pretty excited to do that when I'm mobile again or mobile, according to me. You need to be mobile today. To get up and down the stairs, completely the other person's fault. Broken tibia, amongst other things. So, can't move. But really? I got this book. Uh, I believe Todd got it and David got it as well. I cannot recommend this book enough. I got this book last night at like four o'clock and I read it and I was done by eight o'clock. Like it, it was, I couldn't put it down. It's the most random Star Wars facts you could ever possibly want. He's just sending uh, us screenshots like throughout the whole time. <laughs> there was one that was, there was one that was so interesting. It explained where they got the Ewok language from, which is it, it's uh, based off a of Mongolian language that isn't really a thing anymore. Mongolia is the language isn't. Um, the art and imagery of the Mandalorian volume yes. one. I got that book too. It's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Um, it's definitely, definitely no art of book, but it's definitely, no. it's, it's a nice little, you know, piece to hold you over until the art of book comes out. Can we talk about the mileage they're getting out of this picture? I was about <laughs> um, to say, in case you haven't seen that image yet, <laughs> they are using running the note till the wheels fall off. Um, speaking of Slade and Ewoks, I got him something else. I got him a freaking Ewoks Volume 1. Love it. What is that, first, like, 10 issues or something? Uh, I think so, yeah. Six? That's from Ollie's? Yeah, all, you gotta go to Ollie's, guys. Three bucks a piece. I got the Princess Leia Volume 1. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I got Poe Dameron, Volumes 1, 2, and 3. 
Nice. Three bucks each. You can't beat him with a stick. You could, but why? Um, this I really didn't expect to find. It's an omnibus of all the droids and all the Ewoks comics. Rigid, all the art. It's crazy, classic mid-80s comics. <laughs> oh. Um, it weighs a solid 10 pounds. That was at Ollie too? Yeah, 10 bucks. Okay. And then the last thing I last thing I got at Ollie's was this giant visual dictionary. Oh, I want that. Nice. Eight, eight bucks. It's so big it doesn't fit on my bookshelf. You just cleared out Ollie's basically. Uh, yeah, for real. I didn't I didn't have a basket, but halfway through it, uh, an employee from Ollie's brought me one. <laughs> They're like, please let us help you. Yeah. Looks like I All need right. to make a nine, nine hour road trip. Who oh. else wants to go? I was going to say, I don't have anything. A lot of my stuff is still boxed up because I'm going to do a couple of unboxing videos. So I got some Funkos and vintage collection figures and stuff like that. Ooh, I did get. Is Enfys uh, near you? Uh, No, but I could grab her. Uh, I don't want you. You don't need to move. <laughs> it's okay. You don't um, want to move it around? Yeah, Slade got a. Um, the 10 inch infant's nest and I repainted it. So now it looks a lot more screen accurate. It looks Ooh. incredible. Very cool. Say hey, Mr. Riz. Yep. What's up, Riz? All right. Um, so David, did you get, what'd you get this past? Uh, not too weeks. much. Weeks. <laughs> See, I'll start off with the, uh, I haven't shown this one to you guys for a while. Uh, the Kenner Boba. Ooh, the retro. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, that's really good. I've had that for a while. Um, let's see, Mr. Oh, Power Droid. You all see that? <laughs> it's called Gonk. Uh, we were watching Star Wars: The, uh, the Mandalorian, uh, and my wife goes, "I started laughing because there was the Gonk Droid." And uh, she's like, "Why are you laughing?" And I was like, "Cause the Gonk Droid." She's like, "Why do they call it a Gonk Droid?" So I rewinded it and turned the volume up really loud. And when it walks by, it just goes, gunk. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why. This one's for Mari. Ooh, what? that's a good one. Is that the Black Series Where or the... Uh, no, this is the yeah. uh, one with the chip. Yeah, that's good. Uh, camera. Okay. I actually, don't, I actually don't even have that one. I have the unhooded one. <clears throat> I actually bought one. this one by mistake, thinking it was the uh, new one. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this one and the other one coming in. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, that's uh, Obi Wan. Obi Wan with clone armor. How's the face sculpt on that one? This one's really good. Good. Uh, can you see him at all? Yeah. If I remember correctly, the Anakin one kind of looks like Don Knotts. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and then I showed you all this one in the chat room, but Honda, oh, Honda. Yep. Yeah. I love that I, I, I love that I'm like I know these characters know. now. It makes me so happy when you guys are talking about them. I'm like, I know who that is. Uh, David, before you go on, for the yeah. people that are watching right now, uh, if you have a theory or speculation something that you think may happen or could happen in the second season of the mandalorian put it in the comments now because at the end of the show we'll pick one to win a mandalorian hat that david has to give away yeah i forgot to bring that down with me uh, i got one more i just opened it so i just saw it and this one's pretty badass oh is that the oh, haunted carbonite cool. yeah very it's cool 
Yeah. I debated getting that one, especially with the uh, Return of the Jedi Boba coming out now. Yeah. Is that a Black Series or is that yeah. a BBC? Mm-hmm. No, that's oh, the Black Series. Black scale. Black yeah. series one. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Detail is awesome on it. Jeez, I don't yeah. want two of those to open one. <laughs> <laughs> I went back to go get another one, and yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, I'm uh, also got Fives and um, Wolf, Commander Wolf, too, but I forgot those in the back. But that's it for right now. I have a little human here. Hey. <laughs> here she is. I uh, I tell people she's named after Anakin, and my wife hates it. Because <laughs> her name's Vivian. Vivianakin. <laughs> okay. Um, Slade, did you get anything this week, buddy? You muted? Yes. Slade, we can't hear you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not this week, but uh, since we hung out last, I got some authentic Sabak cards from Galaxy's Edge. Love so, it. Or from Batu, I guess is the proper place. <laughs> kind of from Batu. Um, super fun thing I got because I'm a dork. I got a bunch of animation cells from the Ewok cartoon. I've been hunting these for a long time. And I was able to get a bunch. And I mean, they're just awesome. Where, 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 where do we go? Hey, Todd, can you make him full screen? Oh, I got it. I can make I can make me full screen. Uh, that's right. Uh, I just got to figure out how to work full screen. Yep. So, I mean, it comes with the original... Um, da, 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 the hand drawing underneath, the pencil drawing, and then the inks on top of it. And I just, I ended up getting a bunch of them. Is that what wonky dude? <laughs> Look at that guy. Isn't he weird? That's, like, that's an 80s cartoon right there. <laughs> Here. ZP? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this is definitely a watch segment for the podcast listeners. <laughs> yeah, no joke. There's a, there's a wicket. That one's really cool. Which is yeah, badass. I was say, I think... From the what? <laughs> you can tell from the uh, God, I'm I'm busy. So yeah, what I love right? about it is their ability to like stack even if you want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's how yeah. animation cells actually work. <laughs> you can you can make a seed out of them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I only have I have one. I'm so jealous you have so many. That's incredible. That's, yeah, that one's Yeah, cool. that's King Gornesh. He's uh like pretty much the main villain in the series. And I love that it, you know, you have the uh, color notes and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. On the whole thing. Got a bunch of Dulocs. I was gonna say, where were you able to track all these down? Did you get them all from the same place or I did. Uh this is Katara. One of the Ewoks. This is probably the cleanest, coolest one in the set. Uh, this is Princess Nisa, who's probably like the set. So Wicket's like the main character, but then you got Tebow and Princess Nisa, who are like the reoccurring other ones. This is like a large Princess Nisa. That's just like if you Google Princess Nisa, yeah, you'll really see cool. pretty much this pose. Um, Nisa with a K. Uh, so this is an awesome large cell that 
I just love that one's getting framed with a couple of the other ones. Uh, yeah, yeah. Slate, Slate just had to send him his bank account information and tell him to drain it. I'm sure. When I hear, when I see or hear Nisa, all I can think about is that Slate. Do you remember the Ewok telephones? <laughs> I, the Nisa one is the one that always pops into my head. <laughs> you're um, mute. I, yeah, you're on mute again, buddy. Um, but I forgot. I got one more thing. I actually got three more things, but only one that I can show you, and it's this patch on my forehead. Star Wars, the Mandalorian. Um, so you can get patches like this and from Padawan bear on Instagram, Etsy and eBay. He's got a ton of patches and they're all phenomenal. I got two from him on this pat batch. I got, I got this one, the Mandalorian. And I also got, he also makes, um, actually, David, do you still have those TVC toys beside you? Yeah. Um, he makes pills, pill patches. Which, what I mean by that is on the card backs, the name of the character is in the pill. Um, so when David pulls that up, one of them, uh, we can show you what I'm talking about. But I got Princess Leia Organa, uh, which is it's blue, it's beautiful. So that, that yeah, where it says Power Droid, he makes patches that that exact uh, pill. So he's got a lot of cool ones. Um, like I said, I got the Princess Leia Organa. I'm putting it on a white hat like this black one. So I'm pretty excited to get that completed, so. Unfortunately, he does not have Obi-Wan. So. He doesn't have Obi-Wan. He's not making any more new ones. Uh, yeah. He does have a bunch of old uh, of other characters, just not yeah. Obi-Wan and not Poe. <laughs> I wanted a, a Poe for obvious reasons. Um, but, yeah, that was a good cargo hold. We all got a bunch of stuff. It's, it's awesome to see that we enable each other so um, damn yeah. much. <laughs> um. <laughs> I feel like it's a constant, like, should I get this? And then someone's like, yeah, you need it. And it's like, all right, well, <laughs> that's all I of just, it. I just hope that we all can find a house big enough together when our significant others leave us yeah. uh, for this habit. <laughs> yeah, we're like those little people on your shoulder that say, yeah, go for it. It's all right. It's cool. Yeah, you, you totally need that 700th The Child Funko Pop. I've never owned, here. I've never purchased a sideshow collectible until you guys. Like, <laughs> it's 100% your guys' fault. <laughs> well, I feel like sideshow, though, is like one of those things where you have to have someone like tell you to, if you haven't yeah. gotten into it yet, to like make that jump into it because <laughs> it's like, oh, hold on now. I don't know if I want to drop that money. And so it's like, oh, it's worth it. It's like, all right, well, like, if you vouch for it, then sure. Yeah, yeah and I jumped and then I jumped. Yeah, you guys yeah. started with good ones, though. That, that mall hot toys from Clone Wars season seven is mwah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So let's, uh, for anybody who just came on the watching, make sure you get your crazy Mandalorian season two theories in so we can choose a winner for the Mando hat um, by the end of the show, which at this point is only 41 minutes away. So wait very long. Uh, David, do you want to ship internationally, like Canada or anything, or do you want to keep it in the US? Uh, I'll do Canada. All right, so Canada or U.S. Canada. All right, so let's uh, let's hop over to Todd and hit the Hollow Knight headlines. All right, so we had some decent news. It wasn't really a crazy week, but we did get get a couple of things that showed up. So uh, first thing, Star Wars Insider is running a special right now. You can get eight issues for thirty nine dollars, and if you order by November fourth, you'll get issue number one ninety nine which is going to have that first of the um, many High Republic serialized fiction stories that they're doing. We talked about that a little bit last week, um, but that one's been being written by Charles Soule. So that'll be in the December issue that comes out. Uh, so if you're into getting a, a little taste of the High Republic before any of the novels come out, that's a good way to jump on the boat right there. 
if you guys have never had Star Wars Insider, it, it's a it's a lot of money for a magazine, but the inside the magazine itself is r such high quality; it's worth every penny. And the fact that it's over fifty percent off for eight issues is killer. I was gonna say, if anything, it's a good way if you just want to get a couple issues, check it out. It's a yeah. easy way to just grab a few for a, a pretty pretty good price. Yeah. Um, in other news, we got some more information on the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, which I am so excited that, A, we're getting a new holiday special because it means they're finally acknowledging the original holiday <laughs> special and the monstrosity that it is. And, B, the Lego stuff is always wacky in its own little way and kind of doesn't have to really play by any rules because it's Lego. Um, so no one can really be mad about anything that goes on with the Lego stuff. Um, so this one's going to pick up uh, post episode nine. It's going to find Ray continuing her Jedi training. Uh, she comes upon something mystical in a Jedi temple that sends her hurtling through time, meeting star Wars legends and visiting places of the past, but still she must go back home for life day. So if you're not familiar with the original holiday special, the big thing is getting Chewie home to his family for life day, uh, which is like star Wars Christmas, basically. Um, it's a really wacky thing. If you, if you haven't checked out the original holiday special, I think you, you should before you watch the Lego one, because I have a feeling they'll probably make some subtle nods to the original. <laughs> um, I think there's some, so a couple images that they showed with this announcement and there's like a whitish looking Wookiee, um, which I think is probably a nod to itchy, which is um, from the original holiday special. What a name. Uh, uh, the names <laughs> was itchy lumpy. <laughs> Like, I don't know. The, the holiday special itself, the original one, is just such a wacko thing. Um, um, if we're going to talk about the holiday special, the Star Wars holiday special, we can't not mention the poster and how much they crushed it. Crushed. I, the two Luke from your father, and it's a freaking ham with a bow on it. <laughs> uh, there's one other picture, too. It'll take me a second to get it. Um, <laughs> so while, while you pull that up, BP, I'll, I'll keep uh, going. So the cast is going to include a couple of returning um, actors and actresses from the movie. So we're going to have Kelly Marie, Marie Tran uh, is going to be coming back as Rose. Billy Dee Williams is going to be coming back as Lando. And Anthony Daniels will be coming back to voice C-3PO. We're also going to get uh, several of the Clone Wars uh, voice actors coming on. So we're going to have Matt Lanter doing Anakin. Tom Kane is going to do Yoda and Qui-Gon. James Arnold Taylor is going to do Obi-Wan and D Bradley Baker. The man of many voices is going to be all of the clone troopers again. <laughs> the man is the only guy that does like so many different clones and it's the funniest thing. I was reading that Kelly Marie is going to have a big part in this. I mean, it Why is not? a Lego special, but that's awesome. I'm glad. Um, here's the other picture I was talking about. <laughs> All the characters in their normal garb, but Poe's wearing a Christmas sweater. Well, <laughs> and I love this because the so Lego's doing. Actually, I have that by me, but I can't get to it right now. Um, if if you're familiar, Lego does like a holiday advent calendar um, with Star Wars characters, and a lot of like the costumes. So like Poe in that sweater, and I think Darth Vader's got a sweater. Like those are the same outfits that are in the holiday special. So it's gonna be kind of cool that like the characters, the, the versions of the characters that we see in the holiday special, you can actually have like a little minifigure of that Poe. Um, uh, so if anybody gets that Poe figure and doesn't want it, 
hit your boy up. <laughs> I was going to say BP, I'll, I'll hook you up with that one. Cause I already, <laughs> I was like, I was looking at all the minifigures that are coming with it. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to find a place for all of these. So that's going to be streaming on Disney plus starting on November 17th. So right around the corner, pretty nice about a month away, a little over a month away. Uh, and I said, there was one more picture I wanted to show you guys. I'm pretty sure they have a roasted porg on the table in one of the promo pictures. <laughs> uh, but like, I, I don't know why, but Lego, I, I don't know if it's just because the rules that they play by are different, but they are like subtly savage about things. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, this dark moment from Last Jedi, we're going to bring it back and we're going to double down on it. <laughs> they definitely put the fun back in it for sure. Um, in publishing news, we got another of those short stories about Star Wars Squadrons. It's called Count to Three. This one follows Shen and Von Reg, which are two characters from uh, Titan Squadron, which is the Imperial uh, TIE Squadron that you play as in Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, and it sort of emphasizes the state of distress that the Empire is in after uh, the Battle of Endor, basically where we find the Empire when it's sort of in its crumbling stages. Uh I think it's kind of interesting that they're taking this approach to uh, the characters that we're seeing in Star Wars Squadrons because they've already announced that they're not doing any additional content outside of the game itself. Like no more, no DLC or anything like that in the game. So they're sort of fleshing out these characters via these short stories and they had the CGI short that they did. So I think it's kind of a cool way that we're still going to be able to learn more about these characters. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts. Did any of you guys get a chance to read this short story? I haven't had a chance to read that one yet. No, I just saw it actually. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's uh, it's it's a it's pretty in, it's a little more intense than I expected. Like, uh, not giving too much away, but there's it's it's definitely not not violent. Like, there's definitely some some stuff that's going down in this one. Um, so it's, not, it's good. It's a quick violent. read. Yeah, not not violent. Uh, it's a quick read. If anything it's a it's a fun little way to learn a little bit more about these characters and where their states of minds are when you actually meet them in the game uh bp talked about it a little bit about it how me him and david all got the same book but it's fascinating facts came out i think it came out on tuesday i believe was when it officially uh, came yeah. out monday yes. maybe um written by pablo hidalgo which if you're not familiar with pablo he's basically like the guru of the Star Wars story group. Um, he kind of is known as the guy that helps keep the story going, you know, all, all the little nitty gritty things connected. Like if a porg like kicked a rock in this scene and it fell on a character, like how does that ripple effect sort of <laughs> just weird things like that. But that came out, it covers uh, a bunch of in universe lore. So various ships, character timelines, things like that. But it also has a lot of really interesting and sometimes kind of random. There's no real rhyme or reason to the order of them uh, behind the scenes stories. Um, I think one of the big things that people took away from this book, and it was sort of, I remember seeing this, and this is why I ended up picking up the book, but there's a little snip, snippet in it about uh, how George Lucas and his versions of 7, 8, 9, he was also had a plan to kill off Luke Skywalker in his version of episode 8. So that, of course, you know, anything that anytime you know, people can discuss whether or not Luke should have been killed off or not. It's going to be a hot topic issue. Um, but it's, it's interesting seeing, I didn't know George's ideas for seven, eight, nine aren't really talked about a whole lot. So it's always interesting when we get a little bit of his 
sort of thinking about where he would have taken the story if if he had his old um star wars to disney well you know no one's ever really gone truly gone <laughs> yeah exactly um and one thing that's in this book i thought was really cool is that there are a couple maybe less than five actual scenes from scripts in here mm -hmm. um specific this one i found was the no i am your father scene which i thought was really cool um but in the very the very last one they show is the finn versus finn and poe versus chewy playing chess <laughs> <laughs> This guy right here, he cheats. <laughs> I love I love that scene when they play yeah. it. Like it was such like a fun little like not over the top crazy scene. <laughs> um Slade, you're, we can't hear you, man. If you're talking. No. Now? Yeah, yeah now we can. Now. Yeah. Welcome back, buddy. Hey, how you doing? All right, Danny, we do see your theory in there. We'll get to that here shortly. So anybody else watching, get your theory in uh, into the chat here so we can uh, pick it, pick a winner at the end of the show for the Mandalorian hat. Or Din Jaren, if you want to get real yeah. with us. Oh, boy. I was going to say, we'll talk about that more probably. Yeah, for um, sure. Another three more quick things we want to run through. Uh, Legacy lightsaber related. Uh Disney Park Blogs put out a fan Ooh. poll. What lightsaber do you want to see next at Galaxy's Edge? Cal Kestis from Jedi Fallen Order was the winner, mm -hmm. so we're going to be getting his lightsaber. Um, there's a lot of really popular characters, so I'm kind of like it, it's sort of interesting to see that he won, considering I think like Ezra's lightsaber was an option, and just some other characters that have really big you know fan bases. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a close vote either. Yeah, he, he ran. I don't know. I mean, it is a cool lightsaber. Don't I think it's wrong. because of how unique it is. I mean, it's yeah. it's different. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, it's got, it's like, basically, it's it, broken in half. Like, the if, if it's going to be how it is in the game, you know, before yeah. some of the later stuff in the game, um, that's going to have that sort of broken, shattered bottom of the hilt. So yeah. that's um, uh, that'll be coming next year sometime. Not sure when, but. Anybody else waiting for an Inquisitor's hilt? That would be awesome. I don't but, suspect they'll stop adding lightsabers anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've got I know so what many. that looks like now. Yay! I was gonna say they can just pull a bunch of stuff from that new lightsaber book that I think that came out too as well. Uh, um, comes out on the twentieth. The twentieth. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, did y'all order that? I haven't. But I feel like I've seen like every lightsaber because they were like for the longest time teasing like this lightsaber's in the book and right, this lightsaber's yeah. in the book. So I feel like I've seen like every lightsaber that's going to be in the book. <laughs> All right, so there's Cal's. There's there's the lightsaber that they'll have at Doc Ondar's. That is pretty sick. Um, and here are here is here are the sabers he it was up against. Of course, it's coming up blurry. But uh, Kanan, Anakin, Qui Gon. Can't read that one because it's blurry for some reason, and I don't know what the hell that is either. But he, as you can see, he he beat out some popular folks. Um, people were just jazzed for it. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll probably see the others at some point. It's just a matter of when, not if. At this point, looking at your screen and off to the right, the last one. What's up, Griff? <laughs> oh, the bottom right one. I think that's the one from um, the VR game, the Vader oh, VR yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. It's um, Lord Corvax. Lord Corvax. Yeah. Jeez. I don't know why I couldn't think of that a minute ago, but here we are. 
And then, and then Ezra Berger was the last one, the bottom one. Gotcha. That saber is hideous in my opinion, so I wouldn't have voted for that one. <laughs> I voted, I voted for Qui Gon. I'm, I'm Qui Gon. Okay. Yeah. I know Slade's a candy ass Rudy Poo who doesn't like him. <laughs> I, there, no, I, I do like him. Yep. Yeah. You, you, you're, you've changed your tune a touch since uh, we started this about oh, Qui Gon. <laughs> All right, and then two two other things really quick. Uh, season three season three of the Mandalorian is set to begin production uh, at the by the end of the year. It's a good sign. Uh, hopefully, that means that they won't have any delays with it coming out next year. Uh, Favreau and Pedro Pascal sat down with Variety to talk about sort of the challenges of doing the show, and you know, given that there's a global pandemic still going on, uh, and how the sort of unique setup of the show and how it's filmed sort of, in a way, help prep them for an event like this um, because they're able to do small crews and, and not have to do a lot of like on location stuff. So they can kind of really keep it pretty self-contained. A lot of characters have masks, a lot of characters have helmets. So it's sort of in a, in a way, and may, you know, maybe that's just Star Wars itself. It's uh, <laughs> kind of a little easier to, to film without having to worry about people getting. Well, getting we know Cardoon aren't really there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, we know Cardoon's not going to wear a mask. Yeah. yeah. I hope. Um, another couple of interesting things that came out from this. So they touched a bit about seeing uh, the possibility of seeing the Mandalorian jump to the big screen so seen in the in the theater i ran a, a little poll on my my twitter just to see if people what people thought about that and surprisingly people don't want to see at least the, the people that answered for me didn't want to see it outside of disney plus um which i mean i kind of get that to a degree you know it's done well on disney plus i don't know if it necessarily needs to make the jump to the theater as well but if they keep both, like we get a theater version and we get Disney Plus stuff, then I won't complain. I mean, I'd take a Mandalorian movie on Disney Plus for sure. Mm -hmm. So they're definitely not yeah. against it, but it's not something that they're pushing for right now. Along with, they touched a little bit on um, sort of the rumors that a bunch of characters are have you know standalone shows or something like that. So something again that they're not against, but they're not really pushing for right now. Yeah. So it seems like they're just sort of enjoying the ride for what it is right now and whatever shakes out shakes out i think if they're gonna do mando on the big screen just doing like a special where like you can watch the season on the big screen like in a series kind of thing yeah oh i, I would that'd be really that. neat yeah. yeah i know i know a couple people got to see i think the first three episodes like obviously at the premiere but i think they did like a new york premiere as well yeah. and people got to see the first three episodes sort of back to back to back on a, on a movie screen. And I was like, Oh, that'd be awesome seeing it. Like had, you know, the last handful of episodes were at theaters. You can go watch them. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think they'd be able to pull like a decent crowd to, to watch the whole thing. Cause it's not like there are that many episodes in the first season anyway. So and they're like 20 less than 30 minutes long, each one. Yeah. Right. Nice four hour marathon. Yeah. It's like prom night. We've done more. <laughs> I was gonna say they do they do like days long Star Wars showings, like, yeah. like movie showings. Like they could pull off a Mando binge watch. <laughs> I'm here <Danny>. for it. <laughs> I didn't what happened? Danny uh, oh, there you go. Mandalorian Christmas special. Man, Semperfy Danny says, Mandal "Mandalorian Christmas special or bust." I'm here for it. I'm not against yeah. it. 
Are you telling me we could have holiday Baby Yoda pops? <laughs> they, they have to be a th- like those are gonna happen. Just like, oh, ram yeah. that merchandising down your throat at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they so can have hol- if they can have holiday stormtroopers, they're gonna have holiday Earl pops. So last week our episode, we pretty much just talked toys all the new toys and we very specifically did not talk about those <laughs> uh, <laughs> black series holiday figures oh. i try to be as positive as possible with star wars stuff but that set might be the worst thing that's come out of star wars in 20 years <laughs> I thought it's it was such a joke it's such a gimmicky thing that i'm like i don't know it's frustrating because there's so many other things that they could be putting resources to right. to make like other other characters and then when you see just repaints and stuff like that it's frustrating yeah but uh i don't know i'm curious to see how many people end up buying it i just can't wait to see them at five below next year yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you guys see like what they were doing with the razor crest for that if he gets some new backers they change oh. it to the yeah that ones. was that was a troll job which yeah Awesome. I think I can't remember who did it, but good job. All right. Yeah. So thanks, thanks, Todd, for going over the hollow net. Um, thanks, buddy. Of course. Nowhere near as much news as last week. Jesus, last week it was like 45 minutes <laughs> of so much stuff last week. News. Like we got really it's not even though we got behind it. Was, they just like dumped on us for a solid week before the show. But so you're all here for a reason, and that reason is to talk Dan Jaren, aka the Mandalorian. Season two. So we can't talk to the Mandalorian season two without watching the Mandalorian season two trailer. Yeah. So uh, let's go nuts for some donuts and pull that bad boy up. I'm turning my monitor on for this. (laughs) Nuts for some donuts. (laughs) I love this this first trailer. I think it was like the perfect way to to kick off sort of the hype train for season two. You know, before I pull it up, I never thought that anybody could compare is not the right word. When I think of Star Wars, I think of John Williams. But when Mm -hmm. I think of The Mandalorian, the music is like right there. All right, let's. All right. So I think we've all seen this a million times. So if you guys just want to talk throughout it, feel free. (laughs) Mari, what? (laughs) All right. All I can see is that written there, and I'm like, hang on a second. What planet is this? Is this the newest one? No, this is the well. This is the the longer trailer, not the, the teaser longer. trailer. Okay. It's super choppy. Yeah, it's because there's so many people on the stream. I think. Show me the one whose safety deemed such destruction. I do think it's interesting, and I'll talk about this a little later, that we have the armor doing the voiceover for this trailer, and then we had Moff Gideon doing the voiceover for the teaser that we got, the second teaser that we got this past week. Um, that last scene where the Bantha, when, when Dan replies to the armor and says, where, the Bantha's mouth opens the exact same time. It looks like the Bantha says, where? <laughs> the, Bantha, the Bantha just wants to wants to be the main character. So that was Sasha Banks from the, the WWE. Way. For anybody who doesn't know that at this point. People really went crazy over there. I was Literally walked Attack of the Clones in Naboo. There's literally boats everywhere. Right. <laughs> it's like 20 boats. You know this is no place for a child. 
I go, he goes. So I've heard. So I've heard people say that that sounds like Chris Evans, and then I've heard people say they think it's John Favreau. <laughs> well, John, I mean, Favreau has been opposed to doing voice work. He did Paz Vizzle, the heavy commando. So. I mean, technically, they're saving money for every character he voices. I, I like the new colors for the Mando, the Mandalorian. Well, it's interesting because they're going with a more of a blue, like yeah. even all the promotional work has been a lot more blue and, mm-hmm. you know, the sun setting, whereas the first season, it was a lot of orange and the sun rising kind of idea. Yeah. Very Camino looking. Uh, I, I was thinking more of Ilum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, before we go into actually talking about that trailer, let's bring up. We got some promo posters. These came out this week too. I'm pretty sure, along with that that oh, new shoot. teaser. I forgot a bit of news. I'll show you guys really quickly. We got a announcement of a Cara Dune sideshow premium format figure. So she's like 23 and a half inches tall. So this is the pro for the prototype. So in Mari and I talked about this. She's a little thin and a little something's a little off for she's, Cara Dune. Like her torso is too long for Cara Dune. Like they, yeah. they thin her out and then they lengthened her. And I'm like, this yeah. is not what that care. Like, I really hope that they, they had make the adjustments and make her more screen accurate. And then here's the base, which is awesome. Like, there's no way, no getting around that. It's pretty good. Cool. Kind of ties in with the Mandalorian, right? Or Dean's. Yeah. So here's um, the posters, the t- promo posters. They're individual posters. I put them together to fit on the screen here. Um, so they're, they're pretty interesting. There's a lot of things in the back on the graffiti on the walls. I was going to say, I know a lot of people were like doing that whole enhance and, <laughs> and looking at like every tiny little detail on the on the back. And by people, I mean, it was me. I was looking at it. <laughs> I mean, there's a few um, Gamorrean guards. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a few a, Gamorreans. There's some Arabesh. There's, um, I think, on the baby motor one. I think on the baby Yoda one, you've got the um, feather kind of symbol that you see on Boba Fett's armor. Mm-hmm. So Tuscan Raiders. What then, behind grief? What did Ponda ba- uh, Ponda Baba do? <laughs> I don't know. He fucked up. Looks like they, they, I mean, they have the uh, "Don't talk to me, Ponda." Yeah, there. It's uh, it's because they're anti-Ponda having two arms. That's true. Oh, that's true. So all this graffiti, do you guys think that this is lothal? I think it could be. Well, I, I don't know because yeah. would there still be that much graffiti? Because it technically would be after the events of Rebels. So I don't know if could have gone still to hell. See I yeah, I mean it could. Can I get but... image back up really quick? Yep. When I, when I, so speaking to what Mari was just talking about with the figure, Cara Dune does not have a midriff. No, she's she's very compact, like at all. But it, with the figure, like they purposely are like, "Hey, check out her abs." You yeah. can't see any of that in this. Well, I think they changed the armor too for season two a little bit for her character. Oh, they absolutely did. They were like, "Oh no, we got to get chest in here." Yeah. yeah, Mari knows that one. She's been pretty stressed out about. I'm it. I'm just like I'm I don't understand why they changed it. We all loved her the way that she is, and then they were yeah. like, "Nah, let let's cut her lower a little bit." Like why? <laughs> Yeah, it re- it provides absolutely no um, like armor protection in that general area. Like, actually opened her up for for more damage. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. 
Maybe they did it for a reason. They're playing on uh, killing her off this Kill, season. I was just gonna say killing They're her. Like, oh, we better we better adjust that armor so that she can actually die. Like, are you kidding me? She's too too strong right now. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting enough. There's so much happening in that trailer. So yeah, let's let's talk about the trailer for a few, a few minutes here. Um, what planet do you guys think that they were that the super beaten up Razor Crest was flying over? I'm, I'm gonna laugh so hard if it's tattooing again somehow. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I. I'm hoping it's not. It looks like Jupiter. So in uh, in that in the Star Wars universe, is it Yavin based off of Jupiter? Yavin. Yeah, so, I guess main Yavin. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah more the, would be the fourth planet. moon. Yeah. I mean, it'd, it'd be interesting if they definitely do sort of nods to to original trilogy planets so like Yavin or, or ones that have moons, like even like Endor, yeah, it's the Endor, yeah. Endor system. And then the, you know, the oh. planet that they're on is the forest moon. Oh, yeah. look at that. We got some breaking news. Courtesy yeah, break. of Danny. Thanks, yeah, Danny. Wow. Danny, breaking news. They just announced the new Mando trailer will drop during Monday Night Football this coming Monday. There we go. So next next Friday, before we get into the Ewok madness, we'll talk oh, about that. Thanks, Danny. Yep. Next week is Slade's week to shine, you guys. You don't even oh, yeah. know. <laughs> I'm going to be... Well, I'm not talking a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm saving myself. I'm still going to be decked out in Mando stuff for the <laughs> next week's episode, just because I'll be so jet. Like I'll have like an army of baby Yodas around me. Like I'll be <laughs> so hyped off of that trailer. I'm, I'm going to be like... So, uh, so you guys are all gonna get to see Mando before me, most likely, unless I decide to watch it on my phone because I'm gonna be out of town. <laughs> so I might be watching episode one on my phone. <laughs> I know I'll be uh, up at three a.m. or whenever it drops, like ready to go, like bowl of baby Yoda cereal, <laughs> training like Saturday morning cartoons. I did, I did that all for season one. Like I was up at like three a.m., just half asleep. The child uh, pajamas, you know. All oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, speaking of the child cereal on Amazon, you can buy two pounds of it for twelve dollars. <laughs> don't tempt me like that. You you say things like that, and I've can already gone through. Link? Uh, I will. I will be when we're done with this. <laughs> I think I've gone through like four of those boxes already. Somehow, like I'll just, just because... I don't even I don't even eat cereal. But like, <laughs> like 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 I got two boxes because I was like, oh, one box like I'll want to keep as a collector collectible, and then one box like to try it out. And then like my parents got me a box for my birthday. Because <laughs> apparently I'm very easy to please with child cereal, um, <laughs> so yeah. he's sitting, he's sitting in his living room, going like this, trying to get the cereal to come to him. Yeah, <laughs> baby hand, do the magic hand do, thing. Do the magic hand thing. It's actually not bad. Like <laughs> you'll keep telling like, yourself that. So you can I was gonna say, I'm not. I can't, I'm too many boxes in to say it is bad. But <laughs> it's like Star Wars Lucky Charms, isn't it? It's, have, it's like kicks with marshmallows. Yeah. It's, yeah. So uh, I have, I have the, I don't know where it is. I think it's in my cabinet upstairs, but I actually have the star Wars lucky charms with the Vader on the front box, front of the box and everything. That's awesome. Yeah. We're so easy to please in this. We universe. really are. <laughs> very, very um, so what planet do you think the graffiti is on? 
if you had to guess? Is it a planet that we know or a planet that we, we learn about? I think wait, it could go ahead, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I think it could be a newer planet. But... Like one they haven't really discussed at all? Yeah, because I feel like... I mean, they did a good blend in the first season of doing new planets and familiar planets. So I feel like that could be a good opportunity to do like a newer kind of seedier planet. Cause I imagine that's where we see like the Gamorrean guards fighting is on that planet. Yeah. <laughs> make <laughs> sure you guys, get your, make sure you guys get your theories in. Cause I'm, I'm going to give my theory here in one second, my wild banana theory. Um, so in the trailer, we see there's two things that, that I wanted to just mention the scene where the scout troopers are zooming off the platform. Did you notice that they're zooming over dead stormtroopers? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. There's a bunch of dead stormtroopers laying there. So I wonder if that, I wonder if they are coming from an attack, escaping an attack or going on the attack. What do you think? Do you think that's the same planet where we see like the lava exploding and the TIE fighters kind of taking off from? Probably. It looks the same. It's the same, the same dark rock and everything. The dark rock and like that imperial like base kind of metallic field to all the facilities. And then the thing that kind of everybody was talking about when the trailer first came out uh, on the back of the Mandalorian speeder bike is what appears to be a jetpack and a Mandalorian helmet of Boba Fett. Yeah. Do you think it is Boba Fett's armor? It looked like it to me. I mean, it might be the shadowing the way it is, but the colors seem to match. The jetpack seems to match. I mean, we know we're, they're going back to Tatooine because we saw the the Tuscan and the the Bantha. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about the whole Boba thing because I'm a massive Boba fan, and I'm still like mixed on the the rumors around him coming back or or this you know this scene and everybody doing the enhance 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 to was Tamora confirmed confirmed or just rumor confirmed. It's like soft confirmed. So his his agency posted on their website that he is on the show. But um, then they also took it down. So I don't know if that's like. I mean, they might have so, got yelled at from Lucas. <laughs> and, oh, I guarantee they did. I don't Timothy think it, Oliphant is also rumored to be on the show. And rumored to be Cobb Vanth. Cobb Vanth, so, that's what I definitely believe. So if you guys know who Cobb Vanth is, Cobb Vanth is from the Aftermath series, which is right there. Um, basically, he finds Boba Fett's armor outside a Sarlacc pit and wears it and becomes a sheriff of a really shitty town <laughs> to try to just give it or bring it back to normal or normalcy, whatever it is that means to you. Um, so there's could be one of two things, and this is not my main theory, but this is what I think could happen, is either A, he, the Mandalorian is paid by somebody to find the armor and he takes it from Cobb Vanth or B he took it from Boba Fett and taking it to taking it to Cobb Vanth <laughs> maybe that's the town that the that they're going to be spending the majority in and that's what all that graffiti is from yeah, it's possible Timothy so Oliphant we... is very attractive <laughs> yes he is you're saying you're just going to watch you're just going to watch that episode on repeat then, BP? 
Some would say he looks like a young Slade, but um. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? I had some other questions for you guys. Oh, here, you know what? I'm just gonna give my theory because it's it's batshit. Um, so here's what I think is gonna happen in season two. I think that baby Yoda's mom. That the Mandalorian, <laughs> Jen Jaren, will find a Jedi at the end, very last episode, and that Jedi will be, well, Jedi will be Ahsoka. Ahsoka then takes ownership, or whatever you want to call it, of baby Yoda, the child. That is how they start the Ahsoka live-action series, with Ahsoka and the child to create a new order of Jedi. Hmm. That's not actually crazy. It's not. That's that's like plausible. (laughs) But like, it that kind of leaves you to wonder, like, what on earth would they be doing with Mandalorian season three since they're already talking about filming it? You know what he'd be doing? Fighting a guy named Boba Fett. Oh yeah, that could be. Or (laughs) comes a tag team wrestler with Paz Vizsla, and they go (laughs) circus. Go fight the Gamorrean. Yep, and it's just. Traveling circus wrestling match, old school. <laughs> it's all planned out. Nobody gets hurt, you know. <laughs> or they're just going to like a giant gangbang for season three. Who knows? Oh, hey, you know. Um. So, do you guys? Let's get back on track here, Brandon. God, handsome, but Jesus, what, what cost? <laughs> uh, I. Do you guys think that? Oh, in the in the trailer, he goes into like what looks to be an ice cave. Do you think that is Ilum that he's going into, which becomes Starkiller base later? That would be awesome. I think it'd be a good way for them to, like, BP, if your wild theory is correct, like, if that is somewhere where they end the season at, is they go to, like, he's he, he finds out that there's some Jedi on Ilum that... And he's obviously trying to return the child to, so he might not know like species. Like he might just be trying to find Jedi to return the child to. Yeah. Um, well, then you have. We know it's not the last episode of the series of the ep- the season because he's wearing the same armor, and our boy likes to upgrade every time he gets a little bit of cash. <laughs> Is he wearing the same armor? I know, like in some of the promo stuff, there's like a different leg piece armor. Leg piece, so, yeah, but he had the same shoulder and the same chest. <laughs> Oh man, I don't. Yeah, I don't. you guys remember with season one, all the trailers they only showed us like I think it was footage from the first two episodes. Yeah, there might have been one mini clip from somewhere in like episode seven or something, but it was mostly only very early episodes in the trailers. Yeah. Oh, do you see? Danny thinks that it could be uh, Vandor, and he needs to get coaxium. She's got some good. It's a little 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 solo, and then solo shows up. (laughs) (laughs) She's not dead yet. Um, Oh, hey, there's Varney. Does a thing. I have some really bad news for you about Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) You might want to sit down. Spoiler alert. Sit sit down. I have some news. (laughs) Um, It's Halloween. He gives it to Yoda's ghost. Oh. And then, he, and then he ghosts him. Yeah. Here's a question. Do you guys think that we will see one of the force, so like Yoda's force ghosts show up? 
You don't, don't, think, they'll, you don't think, think they'll cross that line? No. Because I don't think you know, I don't think force ghosts just go run around haunting people. Uh, they're usually there just for like, a specific reason of you know communicating with the other Jedi. You know, I think the only one they did that to was Anakin. They would haunt Anakin. How awesome would it be though? Just like Yoda sitting there, like haunting, like every time Sidious goes to take a shit or something. He's like, "Hey, you bastard! Hey!" <laughs> He's like moving stuff around. <laughs> He's like, ah, judge you by your size, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you know something that really cracked me up in the in the trailer was when they showed the Corrin on the boat wearing a um, like a full rubber suit. And if they didn't or do live in the water, that they just wanted to keep their socks dry. <laughs> That cracks me up. I don't care who doesn't think so. Oh, and the theory that the child is a clone. If you remember in season one, Quill said that he didn't think it was a clone because he worked in the basically cloning farm. <laughs> I'm not even going to answer that one. I more. know. I was going to say <laughs> Warren. <laughs> All right. So Sasha. 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 From WWE is a character we saw in the trailer. She was there for a second, the hooded figure, and then she's gone. Um, who do you think she is? Do you guys think she is Sabine Wren? Do you think she's an Inquisitor? Do you think that she is another just Jedi that we don't really know? I was thinking she could be Ahsoka's um, Padawan. That could be. She's not Sabine. I, yeah, I don't think she's Sabine. I think she might be like some type of assassin or something that's like been sent to track down Din. So I, mean, I think they brought in someone who can fight and athletic and put on a show for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think she's there just to be a brooding scholar. She's going to be a badass somehow, whether that's as a Jedi, which they hinted as because they had the the uh, voice overlay something about you know the Jedi. Mm -hmm. yeah. and they did the flash to her and then she, and then go. as a fake or as a hint and they sure. could have easily removed any sort of different body color you know what i mean like she could be green type deal i'm totally blanking on her name but what is the name of the jedi from the clone wars she was green and she had the tattoos on her chin oh barris barris yeah. be a barris no looks like that'd be, that'd be interesting barris is dead Fucking uh, with that attitude. Um, so yeah, Card and we talked about it. And Grief Cargo both got new-ish costumes. So it looks like Grief might be the mayor now. <laughs> you know, my man is looking regal. Yeah, he's he looking <laughs> so regal. He's got that like like just for like just for men, like just a touch of gray going. I was it's like, I, I'm, gonna, I'm a fangirl over Carl Weathers like this whole season. He's like three more outfits or three more episodes away from puffy Palpatine shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long he's going to be in this season, guys. I don't think he's going to be in it for very long. You think they'll kill off grief? Yeah. I mean, they wow. killed Quill, right? So yeah, that's true. I, think I mean, if they all came from it, makes sense. To be well, he's directing. He's directing an episode too, so it'd be it'd be funny if he yeah, directs an yeah. episode they kill him <laughs> off on. <laughs> Uh, well, it might be the whole, heard. might be the whole season, but I just think that this, 
he he's not gonna go past this season. Can you imagine getting that email? Hey, we want you to direct this episode. Also, <laughs> it's the one where you die. <laughs> Choose pick your death. I mean, we'll send you a little bit more money if that's. I mean, but, you know. Oh, that would... he's gonna have his wooden hand from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> that would be funny if he threw a hand at somebody. That would it's all in the hits. Um, uh, Todd, do you have a do you have a theory? Yeah, so I think that at some point the season ends up going to Mandalore, and I think that goes towards the end of the season. So I think they're they're looking for Jedi. Maybe he passes off Baby Yoda. Maybe he doesn't. But I think the season ends somewhere around Mandalore because they've talked about it. They've hinted at it in the first season. They talk about you know the Night of a Thousand Tears. They talk about the Great Purge, stuff like that. And with some of the rumored characters, I think we see a live action version of Mandalore and in some way shape or form and i think this sort of sets up for the future seasons where he's a little more ingrained into uh more traditional mandalorian culture um so we're at our hour mark which is what we usually try to stop so i have just a handful of questions we're going to go around the room uh give me a yes or no is everybody there yeah we're here Give me a yes or no. Do you think Ahsoka will be in more than one episode? No. Yes. Nope. Yes. I think she's going to be in the last episode in like 20 minutes of it. Do you think that we'll see Boba Fett in the Boba Fett armor or Cobb Vanth in the Boba Fett armor? Cobb Vanth. Both. Both. Cobb. Will there be any talk, mention, or actual visualization visualization i can't even say it of ezra no 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 oh well i hope so (laughs) she was so excited i hope so i don't think so but back somehow i was gonna say i don't think so but they i could see it very easily like him him if especially if he heads up showing up in some other live action show like just to like subtly like prep people for it I mean, can't really have Ezra show up without the blue mini. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you think that Den will give the child to a Jedi, Ahsoka or any other Jedi, and just leave him? Or do you think that Den and the child are together forever? Den and the child together forever. That's just fun to say. <laughs> um, Danny, read Danny's. Theory. theory from earlier. Oh, yeah. I will. I one more question and I'll go back oh, to this. Sorry. So, um, the Great Purge, we just mentioned it. Do you think we'll see the Great Purge live action? And will it be with Bo Katan? I fucking hope so. <laughs> yes to both. Um, so, yeah, it looks like Danny wins this giveaway, by the way, since she's the only yeah. person who did it. So, let me go back up to it. <laughs> All right. Here it is. So Simplify Danny says, Theory, Moff Gideon was Darth Maul's apprentice, and he needs Baby Yoda as part of his plan to revive the Shadow Collective to defeat the Palpatine clone. Ezra Bridger is his apprentice. Damn. Damn. Damn, Danny. So a lot to unpack there. (laughs) So much. That would probably break the internet right (laughs) (laughs) so many layers to that that i feel like people would just be like i i don't know where to start let's let's pull the key one there is the last bit yeah is that last line if ezra is moff gideon's apprentice holy shit 
<laughs> so that would mean we'd see Moff getting, obviously, which we will. Then we'd see Maul in the show. And then we'd see Ezra in this show. And then we maybe even see a Palpatine clone in this show. That would be insane. Awesome. Yeah, you I, win, you win, Danny. Season two is just going to be Attack of the Clones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm here for that. Live, like action, like live action Clone Wars. And think about it. If they do like any flashbacks to, like say, Order 66, then we could have Rex and any, any other of the clones in live action. That'd be crazy, too. You can't have a Soka without a flashback, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man. All right. I think that'll, that'll wrap it up for this show. We're obviously going to talk more Mandalorian as we go along because we're going to get into the season, and who knows, we might do individual Mandalorian. Hey, let, me shoot my, uh, let me shoot my season two theory really quick. It's one minute. Okay, just for you to do that, Danny, send, Dan, Dave, send David a DM with your address, please, and thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Danny. All right, Wait, so I think that they're going to lean on the same things they did a little bit in season one, but also in like Rogue One and Solo and the later movies where we see kind of the fallout of the war, of the rebellion and stuff like that. Um, so I think we're going to see things where, you know, it's a planet that was kind of ruined by the war. I think that's what we're going to see with this graffiti planet and the fighting and stuff like that. And I think we're going to have a flip here of the same narrative in the first episode, in the first season where Mando decides to break the contract to take the child and to rescue him. He's going to find where the child is supposed to go and he's going to drop him off, leave, come back and get the kid again and save him. And because it's a bad thing that whoever he gives the kid to that made him originally, if he's a clone or they raised him, whatever it is, it's a bad place. That that's my thought on on that. So either if he's a clone or uh, people are raising him to be something evil, whatever it is, or or maybe it's it's a twist on. If you think in Rogue One, how they lied uh, did heavy with the theme of the stuff the rebels were doing, they were also killing innocents now and again. They were also doing bad bad things sometimes not for their agenda but to bring peace to the galaxy um i think mando's going to struggle with that in this as well i think they're going to continue on with that theme of good people sometimes do things that aren't that good never we're going to hear never going to give you up in the cockpit of the razor, razor quest <laughs> <laughs> uh mari todd or david do you guys have any uh th theories you'd like to throw out there I'm not a theory person. I, I just kind of like go with the fl flow. That's why, like, I don't watch much in the way of trailers. Um, like, I won't watch them a million times and break them down. Like, I just, I just go. <laughs> it's fair. See, I'm the opposite, and I've watched the trailer probably <laughs> more times. Just have it on repeat for days on end. Just more moth. I want more, more Gideon. Give me. Charger is going to be in episode four. That's my theory. You said Jar Jar is Jar Jar. That would be bold. I think if Jar Jar showed up, I think the internet would break. He's the one yeah. that he gives the baby Yoda to. Yeah. Yeah. I said, Daddy. I know your heart is pure. <laughs> oh, maybe Yaddle. We never saw Yaddle die, right? She just kind of came up in episode one and disappeared. She took a. She did take a break from she the retired. Jedi Order. Yeah. 
So maybe she lived through. Well, they killed pretty much everybody who was force sensitive, right? It wasn't just Jedi. So maybe they got her. Who who knows? Um, It's never been brought up up before. So who knows? Hmm. Yaddle. What a what a piece of ace, you know. All right, guys, I think we can get out of here for now. <laughs> hey, make sure if you are on YouTube, you go ahead and subscribe down below, like it, share it, do what you need to do there uh, with just the regular podcasts. You know, please do spread it around, share what you love, and we love you guys. Yep. Yeah. And we, there's links in the bio for merch, BSP merch. Help us out. Go nuts. It's also pretty sick stuff. Our guy who designs, handsome, talented. Um, <laughs> And so for wow. relief next next week, Ewok Extravaganza. Um, we're gonna talk Ewok five ups, three downs from the Ewok films. They're not movies, they're films. Um, and a the full tilt brewing company has been super kind to send us some Ewok beer that they just made. Um, so we're gonna drink that on the show and let you know how it is. Uh, I'm sorry, barley wine. Barley wine. Um, barley wine. Um, so yep, can design's pretty cool. So we'll go over that, drink some beers, talk Ewoks, bring the kids. I don't know. Don't yeah. bring your kids. They will be drinking it. Mm, It'll probably bad, be bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah. All right, guys. Well, it's been appreci- appreciate y'all. Danny, send uh, David a DM with your address. Thanks for playing along, and I will see you, sons of bitches, next week. <laughs>